Tihuatahara, Falter Stach Ter Stach Shot A, and Bite Size Irish Podcast. Shot A Show Ever a Kid. Number 100 of the Bite Size Irish Podcast. And I'm going to be talking about speaking Irish despite having fear of speaking Irish. So I was going to sit down with my cup of tea, which I often do on the podcast, and I already had my tea <laughs> setting up for the podcast, plugging in the microphone, setting up the sound, sound levels. So I don't have my cup of tea to drink with me on the podcast, but I'm feeling a bit teed up, so it's enough tea for me today. So so I went to this uh, workshop lately, it was this uh, locally organised workshop, nothing to do with the Irish language, it was about sensors and using sensor technology to uh, help us understand our localities and neighbourhoods and cities Uh, to measure certain data and interpret that data, I suppose. There was nothing technical about it in the end. It was more just kind of an information session. Now, when I was walking up to that workshop, I was, well, I would say apprehensive. Anxious is maybe too strong a word. Um, A bit apprehensive, a little scared. Like, I didn't know what I was walking into. So it was a bit scary. I was... It was completely voluntary, nobody telling me that I had to go there, but it was this fear of the unknown, right? I didn't know what was on the other side of that door, this door of the the fab lab in Limerick, where I've uh, cycled or walked past hundreds of times, but never actually figured out what was inside. Um, So it was, you know, walked in, um recognized a couple of friendly faces including pat who's listened to this podcast before and it was a great discussion and spurred me on to learn new things and i have been learning new things since so it was absolutely a positive experience for me afterwards and then this episode 100 of the podcast that itself is such an arbitrary number but um like blind boy he's a a Limerick podcaster um, from a band called the Rubber Bandits, who a couple of, a few years ago had a I like a parody album parodies um, being being harsh on it I think because it's art <laughs> they produced art uh, in the form of a music album and uh, he's taken on his role from that um, into his own podcast which is just one of the it's massive one of the biggest podcasts in Ireland and he's got an international audience and he hit um, number 100 lately and it was interesting hearing his view about it because he he was a bit anxious about doing 100 and thinking what should he do for the episode 100 of his podcast and in the end he told a funny story about a goose who wore sneakers but then there was a sinister part of the story as well and it was interesting hearing it it was the follow-up episode i heard episode 101 so that's when he actually discussed going into episode 100 so 
I was thinking, hmm, what should I do for episode 100? Should I get the bite-sized team on? Should I invite some people onto the show, some past um, interviewees who were on a couple of years ago? What should I do? And it's easy, first of all, it's easy to, to back away from it altogether. And this is just me recording episode 100 on my own. And it's happening, at least. So I was a bit anxious about what do I do about this? And sure, here we are anyway, right? So how does this all apply to you? Like for me, when I look at uh, language learning, it's much of the same fear holds us all back. It's this fear of failure, basically. It's like what kids don't have, isn't it? When they're learning a language, they'll repeat the same word like hundreds or thousands of times and gradually over time their pronunciation is getting closer to something understandable and this takes years of them speaking this single language usually and to be understood and when we're adult learners or immersing ourselves in a language diving into a language there's a lot more I think self-awareness and thus self potential for self-judgment and a fear of being judged by others so we can do all the um, little tables we want in our notebooks and write down patterns but how do we get past the fear of being judged to speak the language like you have to seek out people and so what does it do It, it it stops us for example from posting on a facebook group for irish language learners saying Hey lads, uh, who's up for a Skype call tomorrow night at 8pm? Looking for some beginners or not so beginners to join a conversation with you, a Cora. Why not do that? Um, It's easy to tell yourself that you're not ready, you're not good enough. And this is all, this is the fear speaking up. It's what Stephen Pressfield, the author, speaks about. He termed it the resistance, capital R, the resistance. This thing that shows up it's within you and it holds you back from doing what's probably best for you. So this fear, when we're talking about learning the Irish language, it includes not attending an Irish language class. It um, includes not asking your teacher for help if you are lucky enough to be attending an Irish language class. It's about not attending an immersion weekend if you have one somewhere locally every year. It's about, yeah, not going there because you feel like, oh, that scary feeling of there's always going to be people better than me at that immersion event. There's no way I can be good enough. And so we don't show up. But the thing is, we all know this, I think. If we get past that fear, in the end, we appreciate what we've done. So I'm going to leave it at that, nice, short and sweet. I wonder, I hope that this sparks a little thinking on your behalf and think, okay, I am where I am. Um, I speak or understand the amount of Irish that I currently speak. Now what? What can I do to jump forward, jump into the Irish language in a deeper level than I have been? What's holding me back? What are my assumptions and Listen to that fear that jumps up, (laughs) telling yourself, don't do it. (laughs) Don't attend a class. Don't try to have a Cora with others. Don't try to connect with others. And very appropriately, 
uh, we'll go on to Dana, who's recorded a lovely question for the podcast. So on we go. Hi, Owen. This is Dana from Chicago. I've been listening to the Bite Size Irish podcast and catching up on all the episodes for the last year or so. I really enjoy the various topics you cover, including your recent episode on climate change and how to responsibly travel. I'm really grateful for your philosophical approach to language learning, such as making the most of the process instead of setting up impossible goals like fluency by a certain time. I'm finally taking the leap. I've joined a weekly class. It's starting soon here at the Irish Heritage Center in Chicago on Saturday mornings. I was wondering if you have any advice as I go from studying on my own with a book and the flashcards I've made to entering a group setting with a real live teacher. I feel nervous, but mostly excited and focused on making connections. And like you say, enjoying the process without getting too stressed over the rate of my personal progress. Lastly, I want to say thank you for all the hard work that you and the team put in to spreading knowledge of the Irish culture and language. And I also really love Shuan's YouTube videos. They're so fun and educational. So I hope she hears this too. Slan. Well, lovely to hear from you from Chicago. Um, you're absolutely right. And you're doing, you're on the path. You're on the path that we talk about. Oh, my madri, my dogs are barking downstairs. Typical. <laughs> but the show goes on. And what we can do is we can speak up. We can connect, like you said, Dana. So speak up in your class. I'd say that's my vital piece of advice or opinion about an Irish language class. You can use the class to practice your conversation skills or learn new things and follow the class and you can be kind of quiet and hide away and I think you don't okay it's a balance but you don't want to be this annoying people that blocks others from learning of course don't be that person and I know you're not that person from hearing you Dana but speak up ask the teacher questions say when you don't understand something follow your curiosity don't just be an a, an um, a, a passive participant of the class. And that applies to the class, but of course it applies to your whole Irish language journey. And I hope that your Irish language journey will continue for many me- more years to come, Dana. So, um, to record your own question for this podcast, to be part of the podcast, you go to www.bitesize.irish, click on the blog link in the menu bar, and in there, there's our podcast. And the po- on the podcast page, there's a nice big button to record your question. And if you can, write out your questions so you have some kind or have some kind of idea of what you want to ask and be in a quiet place if possible so we can hear you properly. Well, that's it. That was episode 100 of the Bite Size Irish podcast. We got there, right? And it's amazing. <laughs> How did we do it? Um, the podcast has gone through a good few changes but it keeps going in different forms and I can't promise how long it can last nothing lasts forever but uh, it's good fun and it makes me think and thank you for listening because for you listening it makes me think and think out my thoughts um, such as getting over the fear of speaking the Irish language until next time Slán go for it